0: A very warm welcome to episode three in our relapse series of podcasts. So in this episode, we're looking at I'm having a relapse, what now? I'm Nicola Graham, and I'm joined today by Jodie Hartson. Jodie's an MS nurse, and she's an executive manager here at MSL. So if you're keen to know what happens next in that relapse journey when you're having a relapse, please stay tuned and Jodie will give you all that useful information. Welcome Jodie. Thanks for glad. And welcome everyone to episode three of our relapse series. So I'm gonna kick straight off with the question I know everyone will be interested in. Once a relapse is diagnosed, What's going to happen next?
1: Well, what happens next does depend a little bit on where you are, who your medical team around you, even across all of Australia, there's different ways of doing things slightly. But for most people, after they know that they're having a relapse, the treatment plan will be decided with the with the MS nurse and the neurologist. And there's a number of different options that might happen to people once they've had a relapse. So when you're having a relapse, that means that there's extra inflammation going on in your brain and your spine so the best way to treat that is to actually reduce that and a really potent way of doing that is through a medication called steroids Mm -hmm. and steroids are a pretty strong anti-inflammatory agent and there's a number of ways that you can have that for treating a relapse and one of them is with the course of oral steroids the other one is in, in a tablet form, the other one is in a liquid form. But probably the most common thing is for people to have it as an intravenous mm-hmm. in, in the intravenous form. And that's usually done over three days, occasionally five days.
0: Okay. All right. So do all relapses need treatment, Jodie? no i think
1: in previous episodes of what is that you've covered that it can be really complicated trying to get a diagnosis of whether it's a whether it's a relapse or not and so sometimes there is an option of waiting and seeing and people can see whether it turns the corner and their symptoms improve or whether they're um or whether it gets worse so not all relapses need to be treated no okay
0: and you've spoken to me in the past about how important it is for people to know about the the side effects of steroids. Can you can you tell us a little bit about yeah. what, what people have got to look forward to there? <laughs> So,
1: um, so the, you know, the most common time that people have steroids is when they're newly diagnosed and, ha- and when they've had their first relapse and don't really know about the, the, the side effects. But some of the more common side effects of steroids are a really awful taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And they can also give you indigestion, facial flushing, weight gain, um, funny skin stuff, a bit zitty in some cases. Uh, other, other sort of more... There, there, there's very few... Uh, unsafe side effects. Most of them are unpleasant. Insomnia is a huge one. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone experiences these quite differently as well too. So I'm giving you the list of, you know, more commonly ones, but not everybody has them. Uh, other people have, um, it, it can, steroids can heighten whatever emotion you're experiencing. And, um, and sometimes that can mean that you're more teary, you're more happy. Um, some people call it the roid rage, <laughs> mm. that people can feel really um, amped up as well on, steroids, on, on the steroids. Well, Not sort of the Arnold Schwarzenegger amped up, mm. but just this heightened um, emotional like sense.
0: agitation, mm. Yeah,
1: it can be, or it can even be just really teary, like, yeah. you know, grown men crying, saying, I just don't know. Women, people just unsure, certain of what they're... Um, so it's, the experiences, you know, why they're feeling, how they're feeling, mm-hmm. and so yeah.
0: And and how long is a person typically on steroids for if they're having a relapse?
1: If for MS, you're really just on it for the three days. If you're having okay. the intravenous version, um, the side effects of the steroids can make you feel a bit like you've been really you know, like hit by a truck. That sort of mm-hmm. common saying of fatigue, ache, you know, aching your bones, sort of feeling really flat and exhausted. Mm-hmm. One, yet for some people, haven't slept for three days so um and that but that does pass which Mm -hmm. is really important to know you know like it does turn the corner it's not part of the relapse it can really just be part of the steroids
0: okay good to know um if you are admitted to hospital how long are you likely to stay and what sort of percentage of people do end up in hospital Mm. Mm. if it's your first relapse
1: you're more likely to end up in hospital, because there's often other tests to do to get that diagnosis, to be able to work out um, what it is. What what n- what um, is it definitely MS? So, most of the time, people who are newly diagnosed, or it's more common that people would be admitted. Mm-hmm. Now that the, the course of steroids is the three days, but that might mean that they stay in hospital for four or five days just to get the rest of those tests done. Mm-hmm. But for people who it's not their first relapse, most commonly the treatment's given either in a day infusion centre or um, in hospital in the home as well too. It's a very safe medication. Mm -hmm. And so we um, now know that it's safe to be able to be given at home so people can have it there.
0: And when you're having a steroid infusion, how long does that last for?
1: The infusion itself, uh, it's a little bit variable, but most of the time it's around about an hour and a half to three hours. Okay.
0: So it's not too long.
1: No, Although it's not I'm too sure long. It feels
0: like a long time when It, <laughs> it can be a
1: long. It can be a long hour and a half. Yeah. That's for sure.
0: And and when a person's having a relapse, Jodie, does that automatically mean that they have additional and new lesions? Or not necessarily. No,
1: not necessarily. You can have um, you can have a relapse without a new lesion. That is for sure. They'll often wait to do an MRI after having the steroids. Um, that And that's because the steroids themselves can change the picture of the MRI. So sometimes they'll wait a few weeks, even up to a month before they'll do an MRI to check if there's any new lesions there. Mm-hmm. If they're really concerned, they will and some to do an MRI. And sometimes it's better to actually do it before the ter- steroid treatment so that you don't have that. Um, that picture change and sometimes the but they'll give people dye to be able to see if the um, That that attaches that dye attaches to the inflammatory cells mm-hmm. and really gives a clear picture of if there's new lesions Okay, but just to go back to that message. Yes, not not all relapses are seen on MRI.
0: Okay And if you're having a relapse, does that mean that your disease-modifying therapy isn't working or needs to be reviewed or changed?
1: It definitely means that it needs to be reviewed. Mm -hmm. If you are having relapses, then um, it depends a bit on the severity of the relapse, of course, and whether there was new lesions. Um, But it definitely needs a review, whether it's changed or not depends on a lot of different factors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's, tends to be a long and complicated decision and discussion with, uh, with the medical team and the neurologists to, to be able to do that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it, your treatment needs to be changed, mm-hmm. but it definitely
0: needs a review. Okay. And burning question, I think, for anybody who's experiencing is how long is this going to last?
1: It's really variable how long the symptoms last. Um, And it does depend a little bit on what area of the brain and spine has been impacted. So sometimes the um, degree of inflammation that's gone on and where the activity has been in the brain and spine will mean that the consequence of the symptoms can last a long time. Mm -hmm. A good example is a lesion in your neck Um, that can cause numbness and tingling in in your fingers and that that one's really hard to sort of treat it does tend to stick around and so it does depend a little bit on where the um where the impact has been in that inflammation in your brain brain and spine but for the majority of people a relapse will last a short time a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and then they'll start to improve slowly over time
0: okay okay great and just to finish off Jodie what top tips would you give our listeners around when they're going through a relapse and how to deal with it in the most resilient way? What what would you advise? I think
1: if you're first diagnosed or even if you're having another relapse, it's an incredibly stressful time. You've been through that process of not knowing whether it is or isn't and that's really hard as well too Um, and it creates all this uncertainty and stress so i guess my tips are around how to make how to reduce the other aspects around it that can be quite stressful mm-hmm. um, one of them is understanding what's expected in the in from the side effects of the treatment um, as i said before they've got lots of side effects that you probably wouldn't have associated it and then if they come at you from the side and you think is this part of my relapse i don't know what's going on here so understanding the side effects of the treatment and mm. telling others what they might expect as well mm. is really is a, is a, mm. one of my tips. The other one is to really um, ask someone about what's going to happen to you. Because often mm. even things like knowing where you're going to park, how long is it going to take, if hospital or home is going to come to your house, what do they need to know? Um, so clinic, MS clinics associated with nurses can be really helpful in getting, just understanding the logistics of where you're gonna need to be, what you're gonna need to be required. Um, It just lessens that anxiety around that. Mm -hmm. Um, My other tips would be to to know who to call when there's something to go wrong. And that's really hard, because I know for <laughs> lots of people, they don't have anyone to call. Um, but if you can try and work out who you're gonna call when someone, you know, when something goes wrong, that's that's um, that can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is to, if possible, it's not always possible, but if possible, have someone come with you to have the treatment. So that just sort of lessens that sort of, mm-hmm. especially if you need something extra or someone throws something at you, and you don't know, know what to do. And also while you're at home too, you know, to be, is particularly if it's the first time you've had steroids, you don't know how you're gonna react and everyone reacts really differently. Mm. And so I think having someone around you and being with you is really really Mm. important. Simple tips are prepare your veins the <laughs> way there if you're gonna have the intravenous one, have enough mm. fluids. Um, I often used to encourage people to bring a hot pack and if they knew where their good veins were, which a lot of people with MS do, trust me, um, mm. to, to to get that area nice and warm before they went into the infusion center, just to feel like, it also give you a sense of control of what mm. you're doing, but you know, having enough fluids the day before can be quite useful there. Um, and the people who w- had lots of steroids that my patients would say me tell me things about how to get rid of the horrible taste and their top tips were licorice bananas and fruit tingles although I'm sure there's very many more of those as well too so not chocolate Um, chocolate? no (laughs) no 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 no, no. bananas seem to be a big one and licorice and and I think sometimes you just need fruit tingles anyway
0: okay (laughs) all right well that's all the questions I had Jodie thank you for those top tips I think they're really really invaluable for people and I hope for our listeners that are having a relapse, that they're much clearer about the steroids and about what might happen to them. So thanks for your help on that, Jodie. No worries. And um, they're always welcome to call MS Connect, those nurses they know a lot about the steroids as well. They absolutely can. And the number is given at the uh, end of this podcast. So thank you. Thanks, Jody. I hope you found the podcast useful. And please know that if you'd like to access any services, get some more advice, seek some support, then please call our MS Connect number one 42 138 Thanks for your time.